Hello, everyone, and welcome to this LinkedIn Live slash Mindful Marketing podcast episode here today with Jess Lipman, and we're going to be talking about social media and what role social media actually plays in your launch if you're planning to launch a new product, new service, new program, new class, whatever you're working on that you want to bring out into the world. How can social media actually help you not only sell that service or product, but also maybe even give you ideas for creating it to make sure that it's actually successful and that it helps people and that it makes the impact you want it to have. So Jess, welcome. You have anything right off the bat that comes to mind? So, yeah, so with social media, it's so interesting to just like zoom out and see what what are we doing with social media? And there's many things that we are doing on social media, but to get clear as like a client-centered service provider, what is the function of this within the greater picture? And I think that's so important, especially when launching a program or a service, because it directly impacts the kind of content you share, the frequency at which you share, even you know, the platforms on which we share. So it's important to think about what's the end goal. Uh, and, and that's really also what can help define, oh, sorry, can you mute? <laughs> yeah, sorry. it's all good. So that can help define the kind of content that we design. And oftentimes that's what I would recommend for content development for a program or service launch is to start from the end product. So what's the product you're selling? or enrolling people into? Is it a group program? Is it private coaching? Is it something else that you're selling? And then to work your way backwards into social media. So the product and the offer stack holds all the keys, basically. If there's any question for what should I be talking about on social media leading up to that, it's all encapsulated in your offer and the value proposition. What are you providing people? What's the set of solutions that you're offering? What are the problems you're solving? What's that dream outcome that you're helping them realize as part of that program or service that you provide people? And so all of that basically can become pillars inside of the social media posts and content that you share leading up to it. So the key that I find so meaningful is basically start with the thing that you're leading people to and then allow that to help you craft all the touch points of communication leading up to that that deadline, if you will. So that's just one way I perceive it. But how, how do you approach it? Thank you. Yeah, that's a really helpful way to see it. That helps me think of like, there could be potentially like three categories of content you can even extract from your own product or service that you're creating is it's what is the challenge that they're having that the product is helping them solve and then actually having content that specifically talks about that challenge but that doesn't necessarily pitch the service yet then the transformation what is it that they want out of it and maybe even showing examples of what it's helped you or your business or your clients achieve and then the third could be the, the content inside of the program, but not necessarily showing it yet or revealing what's inside exactly, but just talking about some of the very high level points about what is going to be included inside that program and maybe introducing concepts that people might not be aware of. So building that awareness too of 
things that people might not know that this could be the answer to a challenge that they're looking to solve. So the way I look at social media, yeah, it's very similar when it comes to launch. It's about working backwards, knowing what you want to help people with, and then figuring out how do you inform them about that in advance so that they're prepared and so that they associate you with that offer. So it's kind of building this trust and familiarity so that when they think of something related to that challenge, they already think of you as one of the resources that they could go to, or maybe the only resource. Maybe if they've never heard of a certain topic or if they've only barely read about it online, but they don't really know anyone personally, or they haven't really found anyone online that they feel like has talked about it in a way that they can connect with and understand, then social media can help you bridge that gap so that people who haven't been educated enough to about the topic will now think of you as the first person to go to. And so then when you do launch that program, you know, a month, two, three months out, then they will know that, oh yeah, of course, you know, just she always talks about this. So so I can trust her if she puts out a new program. Rather than sometimes I feel like people come up with something on the spot and they try to promote it without warming up their audience, without allowing them to learn more about what exactly this is going to be about. Yeah, I love that, Simona. And brings up to mind too, this, this thing around how to manage expectations of what social media can do for you, especially as you are promoting and enrolling your pro into your program. So, because we can oftentimes misunderstand like what 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 should i expect for my social media activity and the reality is that what you're talking about is this there's this we use the word nurture in marketing like a lot of people use that phrase and essentially what that means is like you're building a relationship with someone over time so you you don't just come out the gate and say i have a $6000 program come on in if you do that and you have one post about that most likely people won't really enroll in that. Now, the question is why? And it's because it takes a lot more than talking to someone once with a written post on Instagram, for example, to build enough relationship with someone and help them understand the value proposition enough and also help them feel alignment. There's there's time and space and certain types of resources that they need to see or experience or read from you in order to see like, is this the right program for me? And so how to manage expectations around that is that it's not going to be one post. It might not even be five posts that would enroll someone into a $6,000 program as an example. That's a high tier. And, and to think about, well, what are the other pillars that I get to assemble together in this greater puzzle piece? Like there's this whole puzzle, this like vision and journey that you take people on, on that customer journey. And social media posts are a part of it, but they're not the whole picture. And so another way to think about it too is A, the messaging on social media matters. The things that you just shared are all these different messaging pillars that we want to invite into our communication strategy because those are the things that will help us mutually feel out alignment with other people and help them really understand the transformation that we provide people, the, the efficacy of our modalities, 
the dream outcomes that we are committed to helping people achieve in their lives. So these are some of the things that they need to see in our socials. But then our socials also can be driving action to other touch points and opportunities to continue to build relationship. Now, one example of that is workshops, live workshops, especially oftentimes pair really well with a social media and email based launch of a program. So you're writing and posting social media posts. Maybe you do a few videos. You may be setting, you might be sending emails to your email list if you have an email list. And you're also going to offer a live workshop during that launch period where you invite everyone from social media to come out for this one topic that you're going to help them dive into. And it could be low tier or free. I have a whole philosophy on those different things that we we could talk about at our upcoming thing. But ultimately, to know that there's other ways to add value and continue to build this relationship with people, but it's not all happening on social media. So that workshop is one place that you can take so, like your social media posts, the call to action can be saying, come out to this workshop. And at the workshop, you give an immersive real-time experience with the modalities that you offer, with the transformation that you provide. And it's almost like a sample of what it could be like to be in a program with you, especially if you run group programs or private coaching. This is one of those things that like people will need to experience with you. And it can help really accelerate that whole alignment development process. Without it, there's a lot more touch points you might need in your social media. So just share that to say like social media can help us not just drive engagement or enrollment to that $6,000 program, but to these other lower tier opportunities to connect with each other. And it's about you know, thinking about the organic natural cycle of a relationship, you don't come out the gate selling something at $6,000 to someone who's never met you before. There's this fate, there's this sequence and customer journey that you get to take people on that helps them get a taste of what you do that helps them actually get some results along the way leading up to enrollment into that program. And so that's part of it is like, what are you assembling along that journey leading up to the deadline of that launch, for example, and to know that social media is part of that story. It's just not the exclusive, uh, you know, element of it all. So many great insights there. And I think you provided a really good example with something that I feel like a lot of us have seen online. You know, when you're just scrolling through something and it invites you to a free workshop and you're like, okay, cool. It's free, free webinar, free workshop. And it actually turns out to be something valuable. Like you learn a lot at that workshop intention of that is to then allow you to get a better feel for that person and to see if that's someone that you would want to even work with. And I think especially in the world of service providers, if it's someone that you're going to work with, for example, on coaching or more of a personal basis, then you want to know who they are as a person. You want to get a better feel for their actual tone of voice, their vibe. And there's only so much that words can do, especially now in the age of AI, where you never know if something that you read online was actually written by the person or if it was written by ChatGPT, right? So I think that actually demands an even higher level of showing up for certain people within the context of social media, because if you really want people to get to know you, then you have to allow yourself to, to get a little vulnerable maybe, or to share different parts of your life or behind the scenes of the business or different 
components that build that familiarity and that no trust and like factor. And I think you also touched on something that brings to mind the concept of the ecosystem that you talk about, you know, that it is part of, of a bigger picture. So within the launch itself, it's not just using social media to get people into your program, but into the stepping stones within the ecosystem that will then get them there. So whether that is like the live webinar or workshop or whether it's getting on your email list so you can start that conversation via email, that's that's not going to happen if you don't have ways to let them know about what you're doing, even with your freebie, your lead magnet, because they're not just going to go on your website unless someone either shares that with them or unless they Google something and you have your search engine optimization, your SEO strategy in place. So what are some other ways that they can find your website and your freebie? Well, it's through social media. So it's it's a way for them to slowly learn about what you do and what you can help them with. Yeah, that's it. And And I see... I've seen a lot of people, especially some clients that I've worked with too, want to rush straight to that, that like, I just want to share about the thing I'm doing and, or the thing I'm offering or that group. And the reality is, is that it actually can be more sustainable for you and more prosperous and expansive and impactful for you. If you actually take them across those stepping stones that when you really just share lead magnet, or I call it the welcome mat, this entry point into your ecosystem from social media over and over again, there's this way within which that you're actually introducing them to your company values, your value proposition, your ethos in a way that's actually more influential than if you came out the gate saying, I have an eight week program, join it, you know? And so I really invite people watching to, to know that this this kind of strategy, this way of communicating with our community and prospective clients is actually my experience and the results I see, it actually creates greater impact and revenue by going this way, by actually saying, here's the first piece. And I'm only going to talk about this first piece right here. And I'm not going to feel anxious or rush toward talking about my private program because the reality is you're not ready to hear about my private program. You're ready to hear about my upcoming workshop, or you're ready to receive my welcome mat. And then if you have your ecosystem set up really skillfully and the ecosystem, a lot of it can be automated communications with people that help to continue to build that relationship and nurture a relationship with new people who are coming to you. That is so much more impactful over the long term and can help cultivate a sense of sustainability and efficiency of your energy, because we only have so much time and energy to be posting and to be promoting. And so my job as a business coach is to think about, well, how can I help people streamline this? How how can I help them actually put their time toward the things that really light them them up most of the time, which is like delivering services and, and working with clients directly? Like oftentimes that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to help people. And so we want to make the most time to be able to do that, which means we get to be really efficient and strategic with our marketing and our social media and building out our ecosystem to hold that vision, to hold that intention. We're here to make an impact. And so this idea that we have to be constantly like plugged in on social media or sharing certain things on social media, it's just 
I think it's, uh, it's sometimes misguided and it can lead us to burnout. And so we want to really think about like, what's the greater vision and what can I do now? How can I structure the way I engage on social media to be more impactful and to also like acknowledge the growth edge, which that introduces you. It might feel unfamiliar. It might not even feel intuitive, but we get to see and like look at, well, other, you know, mindfulness coaches and healing arts practitioners are exploring this and they're getting great results. So looking ahead and seeing like, I'm not the only one who is in this domain and working in this way and sharing of myself in this way. And I get to explore and be curious. What could this be like? What could it yield if I explore this new path and to just open up to it? And I speak firsthand. It's it's so meaningful to be able to demonstrate this. Both you and I, Simona, we demonstrate, we're teaching you right now in our own businesses. And it's really led to such sustainable scaling impact. That's so meaningful. And I get to do the things with my time that I need to be doing and that I want to be doing. And I also get to communicate skillfully with people who are looking for the kind of support I provide without burning out. So yeah, I'd love to hear Simona, like your experience has been like with this. Thank you. So yeah, you touched on there was what I would consider in like mindful marketing is the long-term view is knowing that if you're doing this business, if you're out there to help people to make an impact with whatever you're doing and that particular thing that you're helping people with might change, but it's still with the idea of helping a certain audience or helping to achieve a certain mission and values and that's where I personally think it's super important to zoom out first and take a look at what is my vision, what is my intention, and then know that there's time that you don't have to complete that mission in one month with one program. That if you're really committed to that, then you can take, you know, it can take years. And normally it does take years to build businesses. And so going into it with the idea that that you'll be able to achieve all your goals in just a few months is a way to kind of set you up for disappointment sometimes because then you might be wondering why are people not engaging with this? Why are people not signing up? But if you go into it with the mindset that, okay, I want to help a thousand people achieve this particular goal, then you can break it up into pieces and you can say, okay, this quarter, I'm going to help X people with this. This people I'm going to, and this quarter, I'm going to enroll a hundred people in my program. And you can kind of break that into bite-sized chunks and goals for yourself so that you don't overwhelm yourself. And so then as you do your launch, you don't feel this pressure, it feels more aligned, it feels more exciting and it feels more flowing and then whatever happens you're not as attached to the results and I think this is also where the mindfulness practice comes in it's you you do the work for the joy of doing the work and of course you want to achieve results right for yourself and for others but if those results turn out differently than you had set out then then you'll learn from that instead of seeing it as a failure you say okay how can i do it better next time and that sets you up for the next launch which then allows you to have your social media strategy tuned in even better for that next launch and to learn from feedback from the people that were engaging with your social media and the people that then participated in your program absolutely yeah it's and I, I love that we're talking about this because sometimes 
just gets lost. Like this, the back end of social media can get really lost, but it's just so essential because it really can help define the entire social media strategy and to also help manage our expectations about what can we expect in our business as results that we might see. And, and also that's a huge part of emotional regulation. What you mentioned with the mindfulness is like, we get to apply that in this process and be curious and open. How long might it take for this messaging to take off before I start to really see people coming in or how will my lead magnet or welcome mat perform? We don't know. I've had, I've had a few that just were kind of duds and I have one that's just this like, it totally is thriving. And so you get, to, you get to experiment and be open. This is part of exploration as entrepreneurs and as impact makers. We get to explore and participate with these strategies and find our own way with them. And that, you know, I, I kind of want to like leave everyone with that today too, is like we give you strategies and we can give you blueprints, but ultimately you'll find your voice and you'll find your way in it. Find the the ways within which you love sharing. Find the ones that don't really light you up. Not everyone wants to do video and that's okay. And, you know, it's like you get to explore and experiment and tune in, develop that sensory clarity internally to discern what feels expansive. And then what are the things I just don't want to put my energy toward? Because the more that you can engage your expansiveness blended with like this capacity to also bring equanimity to some of the unfamiliar and growth edges in this business model that discernment between the two and the combination of them skillfully, I think is a real powerful elixir to help drive us forward. It's like, know the things you love, put your energy toward it. And also know what are the needle movers that will help really move your impact forward and help you really hit the goals that you value most. And do you have the equanimity and the skill development there to see those through? Even when it feels challenging or you don't feel like it today, things like that. You know, that's the beauty in, in this business is like, we get to show up even when we don't feel like it sometimes. <laughs> and so, and, and that's where mindfulness can be so helpful with that too, is like to really be able to discern and to sit with like, okay, I'm doing this today. And this is important because I'm helping people with X, Y, and Z today. And like constantly being able to tune into your values, what you're moving toward and let that be your North Star, if you will, that compass that drives you forward. Because social media is not always easy. And I hear so many people say, I'd rather just not do it. And the reality is, it's it's the portal within which you get to meet all these people who want to receive your support. And so how can we anchor into that end goal with real heart and skillfulness and take these meaningful steps forward and navigate this terrain together in a way that's like authentic and alive for you and helps you really connect with people. So love that. It's such a beautiful blend of personal development and business. You know, it just goes to show that if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, you cannot separate your personal growth from your business. Sometimes it's because there's going to be uncomfortable things that you might need to do. And it's being able to do them for the bigger mission for the bigger why to have that driving force that keeps you showing up even when things get hard and when when you might have to try new things and and for example do social media if you don't want to do it or if you just don't know where to start with it being willing and able to 
experiment with things so that you can find your own groove because that's a natural outcome of this process is that you get to know yourself as a creator, not necessarily as a content creator, but just someone who is creating. Because if you're a business owner, you are creating, you're creating something that's never been out there before. And you have this power to impact people's lives. And just because it's social media, for example, doesn't mean you're not touching people's lives. If you were to imagine that you are in a room with people physically and that there's someone who is suffering from something that you've gone through, and then you had the chance to share about that, would you take advantage of that if it was in person? And it's very similar in on social media, except you don't know the people, you can't see them physically, but they're out there. And it's keeping your mind on on the that picture of the people that you want to help so that you can keep showing up, even if you don't know who they are or where they're from or what exactly they're struggling with. But you do it for, for the bigger benefit, for the impact. So with that, I would love for everyone that's listening to this either live or before July 18th <laughs> to check out our offer uh, on a workshop that Jess and I are doing that will actually help you create your social media posts for the next three months so that you don't have to struggle trying to figure out what am I going to say? What am I going to post? How am I going to position this so that it fits into my launch? All of these things that we talked about today, these are the things that we're going to be addressing at the workshop. It's a three-day workshop from July 19th through July 21st, starting at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. It'll be 90 minutes each day. The second day, we're actually going to have an option for you to stay a bit longer and to do some work in a work sesh so that you don't feel like you have to do it all by yourself so that you can actually get things done and hopefully have your next quarter of social media planned out and strategized and written out for the next three months. So you can show up and then you can spend less time being on social media and more time doing the things that actually light you up and helping your clients and serving. So just anything else you want to share about the workshop? I'm just so excited to be doing this with you. It's, it's going to be so value packed. We, we did some planning together and it's there's going to be really incredible resources that you get to walk away with and use well after this three-day workshop series. So I think that's one of the beauties of this is that you'll learn a system that will then come with you and be a part of your ecosystem and the way you run your business for the next few months or even years. And so these are the, the tools that we use in our own businesses that keep us level-headed and equanimous and also on purpose and really moving steadily toward our goals, really being clear about what's the why. And so we're excited to share that with you starting Wednesday morning. I will drop a link in the comment and hope to see you there. Or if you have any questions about anything related to marketing, then feel free to get in touch either with me or Jess on LinkedIn or on Instagram. And I will drop the links to that in the comments as well. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.